Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Chrissy Grody, and I'm helping to share the stories of cool people doing cool shit from fitness trainers to wellness coaches, entrepreneurs, and entertainers. We'll hear the behind the scenes journey, all the different ways we can take care of ourselves. And of course, we'll answer and explore the big question of what does being fit mean to you? My guest today is an entrepreneur, cyclist, TEDx speaker, and so much more. Her most recent endeavor is opening a cycling studio in the heart of OTR. Society Cycle House is a movement-focused oasis for all. Female and minority-owned, they're here to have a space where everyone feels comfortable getting their sweat on. Please welcome Dari Grant. Hey, 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 hey. Thank you so much for coming. (laughs) Thanks for having me. (laughs) I'm really excited to talk. I was like, can we actually just keep chatting like we were before? And do we even have to press record? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Talking about all our travels, our hot girl summer, fall, winter. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) (laughs) So I know that we got to talk about the fitness stuff for sure. For sure. We will definitely get there. But I'm really impressed with your career. Thank you. I told you before we started. I work in corporate talent acquisition. And so I spend a lot of time talking to people or like looking at people's career history and I'm really fascinated. So I have like my talent acquisition hat on. My like TA brain is like geeking out. Before <laughs> we get into all that, I really want to hear about your career yeah. and the transitions that have led you to where you're today. You've done some great stuff. Yeah, for sure. So background is industrial engineering. Which is crazy. Thank you. <laughs> So I told my mom I went to go to school for like a degree that she's like, why why are you going to school for? You know, just think outside the box, do something big. And so industrial engineering was it because I was really good at math and science, but I was also well at at business as well, too. Uh And so that degree or that engineering discipline has like a twist of business into it. Okay. And so I chose that. um, Yeah. What's like a practical use for it? Like, do you become an industrial engineer? And then what does an industrial engineer do? Yep. Typically, industrial engineers are more so like quality assurance okay. um, folks. Yep. They more so are like process improvement. Yep. Okay. Like Lean Six Sigma, oh, yeah. Black Belt, Green, yep. things yep. of that yep. nature. That's pretty much um, who we are. So we more so are, we can dive into technical aspects by, because we've taken those those trainings and mm-hmm. classes. But at the same time, too, we understand the business operations side. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So you're taking a look at process operation, yep. optimization. Yep. Where's there a break in the a break in the chain? Yep. This Bottle is really mix, inefficient. Yep. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is an opportunity for improvement. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yep. So did that. Um, went right into corporate America. Spent about eight years in that. You're at um, GE. I was at GE Aviation. Yeah. yeah. I did um, their leadership program. So oh, great. They have a great leadership program there. It was awesome. Yeah. I had a great two years in within that. Traveled um, within that as well too. So I got to explore New York. Oh, nice. <laughs> I got to explore Jacksonville, Florida, oh. and then I came back home to Dayton and Cincinnati. Uh-huh. Is that where you're from? From Cincinnati, born okay. and raised. Okay, 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 yep. great. Um, so did that and then right into, you know, process improvement, auditing type of role. Yep. 
Um, then I went right into project management where uh-huh. I got my um, certification within that, did new process um, new process and, and product development as well too. Okay. So is this like GE has new things there developing and taking to market and you are managing the project team that's bringing it to life? Exactly. Yes. That as well as, you know, um, with basically taking a legacy engine and like um, letting that go into archive and uh-huh. then bringing in a new engine that's going to, um, that has better optimizations, better fuel um, patterns and things of that nature. Crazy. That's a crazy yeah. job. This is really cool though. Did you like it? <laughs> did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. I got to learn so much just outside of the aviation industry mm-hmm. as well as, you know, it challenged me a lot from learning from different cultures and yep. from our customers, yep. um, working with technical engineers, mm-hmm. working with creatives, just working with all types of functions and disciplines. It's yep. just, it was just rewarding. Yeah. A project manager gets to work across yeah. so many teams. I always tell people it is, um, it's a job that owns something but owns nothing. Right. No, you don't actually have to do anything. <laughs> no. You just have to make sure everyone else exactly, is doing it right. and tracking. I work a lot with project managers at my company. I work for Concentrix. It was okay. Convergis. Okay, yeah, Do you know yeah. Convergis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Concentrix bought Convergis. But yeah, that's like we have a whole project management team yeah. for, for everything. I love working with them. Yeah. And I always kind of, I'm like, I think I could like your job. Yeah. Because... <laughs> But then it's also like herding cats. It like is. Like you're just like following up with people. What status are we? What's the update? Like yeah. it's just like so much organization. For sure. But, you know, I feel like at the same time, women are great influencers. Yes. We're organized. We're detailed. And so it's totally. just easily to fall into that pattern. Yep. And also like if you can project manage at a job, like you can get anything done elsewhere. Definitely can. Because you know, like what, okay, here's step one, here's step two. This is how we get to our final outcome. Exactly. Yeah, it's a good skill set to have. Yeah, definitely. So stayed um, with GE for about eight years, um, decided that I wanted to do something different, Mm. and I literally changed Funk knock uh, industries. I changed <laughs> pretty much kept like operations and project management, but just changed everything. <laughs> Did that just like come out of the blue, or was it some time leading up? You're like, oh, I think I've spent enough time here. I'm- um, I think it was more so um, an easy transition, yeah. only because it the opportunity fell within my lap, and yep, then I was kind of curious as well too. So yep. it was just like it is what it is. Uh huh. Uh huh. So yep. where'd you go to? Where'd you so move to? I went to the startup world, which was. <laughs> A breath of air, but at the same time, like chaos as well. Too. Totally. There's, <laughs> there's obviously, there's so much red tape in a huge global company, yeah. right? Like there's so many approvals. You got to mm-hmm. talk to this person. You got things move slower. Exactly right. Everyone has their own swim lane that they're responsible for, and people like to stay within that swim lane. They don't like to break out. Exactly. Then you get into startup, and yeah, you can move quick, but everyone's doing everyone's job. Exactly. Every job. And then there's no chain of demand either so like, yeah. as well, too. So within that, when I went into um, to startup world, um, it was different for me because it was like, hey, you know, I'm so used to like... Um, trainings and, and things of that nature where it's standard like, operating procedures, everything's yeah, like, where's, documented. Where's, where's this? How Everything do I lives in a space? Like, yes. What's this role about? Where's, yes. Where are the goals? What's yep. the OKRs? Like, help me right, out. And right, so right. I was just like, I wouldn't say I was struggling, but it was like, okay, well, shoot, there's nothing there. Let's create it. We have to create it. So um, is that what they approach you to do? Is kind of like start, like, implementing processes? And, literally, I was yeah. the first hire. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. So first hire within a, a fintech startup. Uh huh. Um, I I know my I know about my finances. I know about my bank. I know what you know 
you know, the new cash money movement things. I know about that, but you know, I had to learn more so about the regulatory aspects of it. So many. Yeah. And I had to learn about, you know, what, what does it mean to actually develop an app? You know, the, the players that go into it, the tools Mm. that go into it. Um, I had to learn all of that, which was fun. I mean, it still is fun yeah. as well too, but um, it's a lot. So, yeah, so it went from like operations, building up processes, making sure that the team and the company was in a great state in mm-hmm. order to hire new folks. And then it went into people operations mm-hmm. as we grew the team, you know, what is, what is kind of HR look like, which yeah. I'm not an HR person. Yeah. So I had yeah. to literally get like an HR mentor to understand regulatories yeah. within California, which is Oh no, totally that's the worst. Different. That's the worst state to hire in we literally exactly. like don't do like we will not hire people in california it's hard because it's terrible yeah california and new york it's so difficult exactly so that um but yeah basically was able to start um with literally a wireframe of a product to having something in the market with three hundred thousand users using it and you know we're we're it's it's a peer to peer lending platform, yep. and so we're literally literally helping people aid at at um, at things that they need, mm-hmm. like gas or textbooks or you know we just went through a whole pandemic where people had this whole economic their bills bill <laughs> like they couldn't pay bills they couldn't you know they couldn't. They couldn't make ends meet, yeah. you know. So, what do you do from that aspect? And so, we were literally boomed as a as a as a platform. I don't That's know great. if I mentioned it, but the name is Solo Funds, uh-huh. um, and basically we boomed from that. And so, it literally opened up the hearts of people to want to give to yes. folks in order for them to live from a family aspect. From you know, just make sure that they don't miss a beat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I listened to your your TEDx talk last night and. Yeah. This idea of like financial collaboration, really, it's like you're you're basically coming together as a community, right? And yeah. someone can post a loan on the app, mm-hmm. and they can say, "Hey, I need twenty dollars." They can say what it's for, whatever it is. They could add a tip then to the lender too, and it goes to like a marketplace, exactly. right? And so someone can pick it up. Someone can say, "Okay, yep, someone needs twenty bucks. I'll give them. I'll loan them." 20 bucks and mm-hmm. I'm sure there's probably agreements and terms and conditions and all that, right? Mm-hmm. So then that person is just almost like a Venmo situation yeah. of like, okay, you got your 20 bucks and then they pay it back to them. Exactly it. You want a job? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tempt me <laughs> because I'm super stressed at my current job. I'm very smart. Um, but so I, I love the concept. And at first when I was kind of thinking about it and we we have a mutual friend Molly yeah. who works works with you and she was kind of explaining and I was like well what's the incentive mm-hmm. you know like what why do people want to lend to other people yeah and i think it's really this idea of this community and to disrupt the payday that's loans. exactly it because That's there's exactly a bigger it. mission behind that. Oh, yeah. That. It definitely is. Um, I'm not sure if, you know, if, if most folks know, but there's like, I know, I know the quote or the, the, the stat last year was 78%. I'm sure it went up, but 78% of Americans didn't have $400 for an emergency like cash, you know. Yeah. That's need, crazy. Which is insane. And yeah. so if you think about it, that's like almost almost all, every American. Like I wanted one in th- one and two are Americans, <laughs> you know? And so wow. you know, from that from that standpoint, it's like how do we and how do we get folks to 
want to give as well as feel okay to to ask for funds mm-hmm. um, without having the the barrier of you know the 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 strain of relationship between a friend a right. family member or right. you know going into an institution and and getting an APR of four hundred percent you know it's just how do I how do I not get that predatory lending aspect of it and so we wanted to make pull on the heartstrings with it as mm-hmm. well as just do good yeah you know people have funds and we want to see people win and that concept has definitely served itself and shown itself to be a yeah. great aspect because we look at these like kind of check and go or like quick loan places yeah. where most people that have lower income yeah. right like I think what was it like below 40,000 or yeah. something like that mm-hmm. like Banking institutions, like your Chase, your whatever, it's like you have to have established credit, you have to have assets, yeah. you have to have all these things in a row to even get a loan. Yeah. If you don't, you you're forced to go to these payday places. Exactly. And it's like, like how much do they charge? Like they'll get w- like one paycheck a week or two in advance, and then they have to pay like what is it, like triple back? Tri- yeah, literally triple back. It's like, <laughs> what do you want me to do at this point? <laughs> Like if I don't pay it back right at the the next payment in full, it's literally paying triple the by the end of it. And so people are just stuck because yeah. you're like, what do what do I do if yeah. I need this money immediately and I don't have it because I am living paycheck to paycheck? Mm-hmm. What what's the option? For sure, it's literally solo. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, it's so great. So how long have you guys been? Um, an active app, I guess. Yeah. Right so we launched in two thousand and seven. Um, and mm. we've been um, fully on the market on iOS. Mm-hmm. Um, Android's be launching soon, so we've been like rocking and rolling when it comes to it. And it's literally been it's it's knocked our socks off. It just the the traction that we've got behind it. Yeah, um, it's just it's beautiful. Yeah. And so besides the, I think just kind of like social responsibility of people that are getting on the app. Then the the tipping, right? Like that can yeah. help kind of incentivize people. Yeah, definitely yeah. as a lender, if I give out funds, um, a borrower can give you a tip as mm-hmm. a thank you for, mm-hmm. you know, funding their loan. Yeah. And so I think that's that's what kind of incentivizes a, um, a lender to give as well as yep. their social score that we have, which is their solo score. Oh. Um, which is kind of like a FICO score as well, too. Uh, which shows you how credit worthy the time of someone is asking for a loan. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yep. How who came up with this idea? Like, where did this <laughs> idea come from? So, founders um, Travis Holloway and Rodney Williams, um, they both had the whole idea of, you know, of of solo. Um, it came from a, a personal connection where they had friends that would ask them for money and. Mm. Um, it was just a strain on them. It you is. Know, sometimes it's like if they don't, if the person doesn't pay back, it's right. It's, and you're it's like, like oh, looking at them shady, you? like getting my money back. And so it's like, what oh, what God. what can I create in order for it to be an aspect of a community bank rather mm-hmm. than someone coming directly to me? Yeah. So. Well, I mean, we're in this kind of like sharing economy as it is with like Ubers. Airbnb, yeah. like, hey, let's like pull our resources together. You've yeah. got something. I just, I love this idea of just like kind of like free market. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna drive my car around. You're gonna pay me. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a ride. I'll let you stay in my house when I'm not here. Mm-hmm. I'll loan you twenty bucks. You're gonna pay me back. I don't yeah. have to know you. <laughs> like, exactly. It makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's good stuff for sure. So, how long have you been? You've been with them for how long? I've been with the company in July. It'll be four years. Nice. So like, what yeah. does your day to day look like now? Are you like running oh, the operation? <laughs> You're like, we don't have time actually. 
Every day is not the same. Let's yeah. put it like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but today, I'll tell you, like today, I just met with a couple of um, folks on my leadership team, just mm-hmm. helping them along with some of the projects that they're working. Um, we just closed um, offers with two two engineers. Um, mm. Ordered some some things for onboarding for them. Yep. Um, <clears throat> did training. We just recently hired someone, so did training for someone as well too. Onboarded them, make sure they had all the the keys to success. Yeah. Um, yep. What else did I do today? How so many people are in the? <laughs> how many people are in the company? Like active em- employees? Thirty. Thirty. And is it mostly tech talent? Mostly tech talent. Oh my yeah. god, we'll have to talk about recruiting tech talent right yes. now. It's it's hot. Terrible. It's hot. <laughs> it is like, yeah, once they're on the market, they're gone. The oh, next day. they're gone. They're gone with two offers. Like that's the majority of the the hiring that I'm working on right now yeah. around the world yeah. is hiring tech, digital, yeah. IT security, those kind of folks. You literally only need like maybe two years of experience and you're off the market. I'm <laughs> like- telling everyone, if you have a child or a teen or whatever, make them study IT security. They were guaranteed to get a job right out of school, probably making $100,000. Plus, plus one. I would totally agree with you on that. Just, just force them. You're, yes. you're going you're gonna to be in global IT, not even global, IT security. That's what you have to do. Just do Cyber it. security, governance, compliance. Like that's what, that's what we need. Yes. There's like a high. 2 million talent shortage for, those, for those types of, that type of talent. Literally. And even like front end and back end developers oh, as yeah. well too. It's 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 a demanded yeah. market. That's a, a lot of my job is like looking for market intelligence and like sourcing strategies of where can we find these pockets of talent in the world that's like not only do we have the talent pool available, yeah, but also that it's cost effective to hire because yeah. you can't no one can afford to well, most people can't afford to staff in the US. Like the Salaries are out of control. Yeah. So it's like, are we in India? Yeah, well, there's so much competition in India. Literally. (laughs) 50% dropout rate. Okay, is it in Latin America? All right, well, the government's kind of hard to work with in those countries. (laughs) It's just like a constant weighing of options. It really is. Yeah, It it doesn't matter where they are. No, it's tough. It's tough. Um, okay, so I I mentioned we have a mutual friend, Molly. I mm-hmm. asked her, I was like, is there anything that I should ask Dari? And she was oh, like, God. yes. No, it's so good. It's good. <laughs> so she, asked, she told me to ask you, how do you handle so many projects at once and execute them with grace and style? That sounds like a <laughs> Molly, Molly question. question. <laughs> how do you execute with grace and style? I think that's also just like, how do you keep yourself... Sane because we haven't even talked about how you just opened a new business on the side of what I you're know, doing I now. Know. <laughs> I know it's definitely a lot of organization. Mm. Um, for me, it's writing everything down mm-hmm. and making sure that I have the details for it every single time. Yeah. And so um, I literally follow. I follow up with um, all the things that I'm tracking. Like I, I categorize it from like high, medium, low. Yeah. Um, and then my highs, I track on a weekly basis, sometimes daily, depending on how you know severe it I is. I would love to see your documents. I bet you have. Great oh, it's huge. Yeah. <laughs> it's huge. I had to get like a mini processor on the side. <laughs> my Mac's like I can't take it anymore. Yeah. So you're just you're super organized. Yeah, super organized from that perspective. Like if I don't write it down, I forget it. I know, me too. But I'm like, I mean, I get everything done. I'm really on top of shit. But I'm yeah. literally just, I'm a notebook and a paper yeah. next to my computer. 
Yeah. That's how I've I've just recently moved to in when I'm in meetings and I need to take notes. Yeah. I'll put it in a Word document and save it in a folder. <laughs> but before I'm literally writing in a notebook like it's 1985. <laughs> no, I gave up notebooks because I would lose notes or I'll have chicken scratch and I'll be like, what does that say? Oh yeah. No, it happens to me all the time. And I'm like, oh, we're just gonna go with this. Right. But are you are you working in multiple locations? Like are you headquartered in California? We're headquartered in um, LA. Um, I'm here full time, Cincinnati full time. Mm-hmm. Um, I now we've just started to feel comfortable enough going back into the office yeah. and meeting and things of that nature. So yeah. we implemented retreats. So we do quarterly retreats that. where the team kind of gets together. We, you know, meet our investors. Um, yeah. Some of our investors tell us like, you know, how we're doing with some things that they would like to see us do. Um, we also talk to a couple of mentors or people that have been in the shoes that we're currently in as uh-huh. far as best practices go. Yeah. And then we'll drink a lot. Drink yes. a lot. You have know, fun. You have to eat do- a lot. Yeah. Laugh a lot. Oh my God. No, I know. We haven't, we've totally shut down travel. I mean, we've had it shut down since last year. And we're just like waiting for the go ahead from the company to be like, okay, we can have like a team building. Yeah. Like on my team, I've met of like the leadership team, there's like, six of us, I've met one person in, mm-hmm. in person mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Which is, it's kind of scary because we, we hired maybe five people over quarantine. And mm-hmm. so it was very important for us to get together very fast. Yeah. And um, we see that as an aspect of, um, I, I was reading something and it said that the companies that get to be, get into the office sooner are going to exceed faster. For sure. I mean, there's only so many Zoom meetings we can do. Oh, and you know that, like, to sit down in a room with people, you can just get shit done. Yeah. So much easier. Yeah. Relationship building, back and forth. Like, yeah. I feel like I have three calls to accomplish what I could uh, do with one in-person meeting for 30 minutes. Yes, definitely. Like it's we've tough. Been, we've implemented um, optional coffee and teas in the morning, mm-hmm. like, before we start our day. Yeah. But it's it's only so much we can do with I those. Know. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's only so much that's true. Oh man. Um, okay, that's that's I could talk about that all day for sure. But I but okay, so you stay organized. That yes. doesn't really tell us how you execute with grace and style though. <laughs> that um, tells me how you execute. I'm a nag. It, I'm a nag a lot. I, I do it nicely though. I'm like, hey, remember when you said that you were gonna do this? Do it now. Oh yeah. I'm like, hi, following up on this, please. <laughs> Friendly reminder to respond to me. <laughs> right, I'm not hey. going to let you go. <laughs> but no, our team has been uh, our team is very responsive and, and and good at it. So it just helps my job a little bit more. Yeah, easier. yeah, that's good. You get the yeah. right people in place. Exactly. Yeah, good, good, yeah. good. Okay, so let's talk about Society Cycle House. Let's do it. You're you have all this other stuff going on, and then you were like, I think it's going to be a good idea to open a new business. <laughs> of course, <laughs> a new fitness studio as we're coming out of the pandemic. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ooh, what was I thinking? <laughs> how how did you, wh- where did this idea come from? Why did you want to start this to begin with? Yeah, so I rode bike a lot, um, mm-hmm. and during quarantine, I did it even more. Because Everyone did. My, I couldn't even buy a bike. I yeah, couldn't find was, a bike anywhere. I thought about selling my track. I was like, maybe I could get double for it. Yeah, you probably could. <laughs> so. Um, but it was like my outlet. So, yeah. you know, we, we couldn't really go and see people or do anything. So, you know, I was just like, well, let me just go out and ride with yeah. some friends and, you know, feel the scenery, get the fresh air on my face mm-hmm. and, you know, figure out life. Think it's about fun. it. You know, not be stressed. It was like so much going on last year. I yep. was 
I don't know. I don't know. Some people had mental breakdowns, and yeah. I didn't. I was not trying to be one. You're of like, them. I'm just gonna ride my bike. I'm doing and it. ride away from the mental breakdown. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where would you ride? So I would do from from downtown to um, Lunkin Airport. Oh yeah, I've do done the that. Lunkin Loop yep. and then come back. Yep, yep, yep. I've done that. So I did manage to get a bike towards the end of summer, and it was really just an act of God. Like we found a bike, an old Schwinn, and yep. it was like. And wow. in the trash. And they had wow. just tried to put like a, the wrong wheel on it. Okay. And so I, I like left a note was like, if this is your bike and you want it back, like here's the number, you <laughs> right. know, because like, I was like, I think it's in the trash. And it was like kind of wonky. Um, but we like got it fixed up and I was riding it. It doesn't fit me. Oh. Perfectly, but it's I was okay. like, yeah, I was like, I'm going to make this work for the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. And so I did a couple of rides, but yeah, we would go out to Lunkin. Yeah. We stopped at the little... Coffee place. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what is that road? Is it is River it? Road? Yes, no. River Road. Yeah. You're talking about Emma? I don't know. There's like always cars out. Yeah, it's like, it's like a car about. show. Yes, front. always. <laughs> I was wondering what that place was. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, they have good coffee. You would stop for like an iced coffee. But it was so fun to just make a day of like being out mm-hmm. and you can stop for snacks, mm-hmm. stop to eat. That's like stop to drink. Yeah. I'd make friends along the road. They'd yeah. be like, hey. I'd be like, hey, oh, that's that one guy from Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever done any of the bike paths? Like, um, what is it? Little Miami? What is I that called? Yeah, like, I haven't done that. I did bits of pieces of the Loveland Trail. Uh, Loveland Trail, that's what I'm thinking um, of. Okay, yep. Um, bits and pieces of that. But I think that's about it. Yeah. I can't remember the one that's towards... Um, that goes towards Eastgate, like near uh, 50 West. Oh, yeah. What is that? It's, it's like towards Milford. Yeah. I've, uh, I've done don't pizza pizza. Right? Yeah, I've done that. I've yeah. done that, a little bit of that too. They have like a good pizza place. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm here for like the drinks. I'm and the just food like along only, the way. Re- only remembering <laughs> the places that I drank and I ate is why I like to bike. Right. I think that's fine. So you're biking a lot and you're like, I'm yep. going to open a cycling studio. So I was biking. <laughs> right. <laughs> we was back Yeah. No. I was biking a lot and um, I was like, you know what? There's like no cycle studios down here. And no. so when I was in LA, I didn't have my bike. And so what I would do was go to a cycle spin studio and so I was like well why isn't there one down here I mean great question there were a couple I mean you can go to YMCA but it's they have great classes but it's not the sexiest place to go to exactly it's it's a different vibe it is it's a different vibe it is and so I was like you know what let me just go ahead and you know figure this on out so you like poking around, like where could I put a studio? Because yes. you're in this space, everyone, I think most people will know where the yoga bar was. Yes. Iconic, beautiful yoga studio. Yes. Perfect location, right yes. by Washington Park, by Vine, like yes. great. How did that like come to be? It literally fell in my lap. So apparently it's been on the market for about three years. It's been a while since they've been there. Yeah. yeah. It's been on the market for three years. I reached out to the previous owners. I was like, hey, like... Did you not like it? Like, what's going on? Right. Is the roof going to fall through? Do you Help have me mold, out. termites? Like, Let us just know. <laughs> yeah, what's yeah. going on? And so they gave me the rundown. It was basically that they just, um, they they outgrew the space. Yeah. And so <clears throat> so I was like, okay, cool. That's fine. Um, so I little, I went, reached out to a friend who works at 3CDC, did my research along that. Yeah. Um, and it just was, it was meant to be. Yeah. So when you're thinking about, Okay, I'm I'm cycling a lot. I want a place to cycle down here. I want to open like yeah. how do you, like 
I can imagine that many people would have that idea, yeah. right? Or I mean, even me, I've been like, I want a hot yoga studio yeah. that's like Y7, that's yeah. cool and sexy and great music to hip hop. And I want to yeah. put it down to, like, I've had that thought. Yeah. I'm not taking any action on it, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> or like, I I really wouldn't even know where to start, I guess. You know, like, yeah. how did that, this idea in your head come to be? Like how did what were the steps that you took to to make it so happen? So I lived I lived in a lot of different states. Mm-hmm. Um, I travel a lot as well too, and the things that I would see and experience in those cities, mm-hmm. I'm like, why does why does Cincinnati yes. have that? Yes, truly. Um, which would help with retention. Yes. Um, and so I was I went in I went into the thought with that that aspect. I mean that mm-hmm. that process, and yeah. I said, you know, well, you know. Well, why not just bring it to Cincinnati yep. and just bring the flair here? Yep. And um, because we're growing, there's yep. a lot more residential living downtown yes. and a lot more cooler bars mm-hmm. and restaurants and, you know, knickknack places to go. Mm-hmm. And I said, I just said, hey, let me just jump right into it and, 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 and see how it goes. I think it's great. I think that th- I think fitness is one of the things that we're missing. Mm-hmm. And there's a few. There's a few yeah. really good spots. I think that. What I've heard from other fitness studio owners, yeah, it's like one of the the main concerns and issues when mm-hmm. they think about where to put a studio mm-hmm. is parking. Yeah, that people in Cincinnati yeah. need to have parking. I'm like, come on, yeah, no, like, can you not? You can't parallel park. You can't park in a garage. You can't walk two blocks to go to your fitness class. Right. Like, I just don't personally understand because I live downtown. Right. I'm walking everywhere. If I need to drive, I I find a spot. It's yeah. not the end of the world. It's not that stressful. Right. Leave yourself a little bit more time if you're unsure. Yeah. But I think that might be the deterrent for putting yeah, studios downtown. That was is, definitely one of my concerns going yeah. into it. But I just that that quickly went to the back burner yeah. only because of the aspect of it's a fitness studio. It's downtown living. People live it's, here. It's like you know, it's I a block to away. Walk it's there. walking. Yeah. If you can walk to the bar, you can walk to this fitness right. studio. You know, right? And so that's that quickly got out of my my mind from that area. But I mean, the location is and the way that they set up downtown is mm-hmm. so. Um, easy for parking on yeah. these meters. There's more parking lots and garages. Right. The Washington Park is literally right across the street. Exactly, and yeah. you know, and it's inexpensive too compared to other cities. Yes. <laughs> so. Oh, totally, totally. <laughs> and not to mention the space is beautiful. Yeah, it Thank is you. the coolest cycling studio that I have ever been in, Thank hands you. down. Thank you, girl. It is so cute. It has like the first floor, I mean, essentially the first floor just looks like a bar. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like a cute, loungy cocktail bar. Mm-hmm. Literally a bar right when you sign in. When I went on Friday, we had like champagne lined up when we came out. Mm-hmm. Cute couch, great artwork. Who's responsible for all the artwork? The artwork is top notch. Yeah, thanks. So <laughs> don't get me to lying on here. But <laughs> My friend, um, I had a friend from college who did all of my design work, mm-hmm. um, and she was the one who was focused for that. I just told her that I wanted it to be um, a lot of color, a yeah. lot of textures. Um, I said I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a woman of color, so I want that to live through the space as well mm-hmm. too. So what does that kind of look like? And we're in the urban city, you yep. know. I want some graffiti. I want, you know, yes. I want the exposed exposed brick to live. You yep. know, what does that look like? And she made it live, and so it it's looks so really good. beautiful. So we have like um, some Basquiat uh, replicas in there, as well as you know, a, a additional other like black art as well. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm I'm excited. Just it's so cool. 
Like Talking I just kind of like just come hang out up yeah, there girl, too. Come away. <laughs> and then then upstairs is the studio, which is a huge open space. Really cool, like the graffiti everywhere. And then like mm-hmm. old school lockers. Yeah. Which I loved. Like yeah. that was a really fun Thanks. urban touch. Beautiful white space. Like there's tons of space for the bikes. Mm-hmm. And you probably have them situated a little farther apart now too but I'm like yeah. you could probably fit a lot of bikes in there oh yeah and um I was thinking about that too last weekend I was like well shoot since they're lifting this little mass thing let me figure on out yeah. how to get some more bikes in here yeah <laughs> yeah and so I when I was taking the class on Friday who was the instructor again her name is Steph. Steph. Okay. Uh-huh. She was fantastic. Thanks. She had such a great playlist. She's play so much energy. She's so much energy. <laughs> she looks fit as fuck. Yes. And she's way older than all of us. Like, she <laughs> looks so strong. Yes. I'm like, if I'm going to be top a cycling class, like, this is the woman I want to take a cycling class from. Yeah, total goals. But her, her music was so much fun. And as we were starting, I was like, oh, this is great. This is like more of a traditional spin class, like how I grew up with spin, like initially. And then she just totally threw me a curveball and we're dancing on the bike. We're doing the push-ups. We're like doing that whole choreographed move. And I was like, no, this is great. You get both worlds. You get like the classic spin where it's like you're climbing a hill or like, you know, you're doing intervals, you're Mm -hmm. doing sprints. And then she's going to bust out like we're dancing all over the bike and like fl- Literally. flipping our hair. Literally. And I like it. I, I wanted that experience with it as well, too, because I want people to feel like they're having fun with it. Because mm-hmm. cycling is so hard. Yeah. Um, and it can and be, especially stationary yes, cycling. It, it can is. be, it can get boring. It can get boring. And if you don't, you know, have the right position, right it can get hard, yeah. you know. Music, yeah. It's, it can be very not fun. Yeah. And so what I wanted it to to be is a place where people can forget that they're working out mm-hmm. because of the music, because of the routines, because, you know, because of the the interaction with the instructor. I mm-hmm. wanted it to be to be that. Yeah. So something different that we've never experienced before here. Yeah. So when you are hiring instructors, um, do you are you kind of like, hey, this is the vision mm-hmm. for like how I have the class, mm-hmm. and you can kind of paint that exactly what you said, mm-hmm. and they're either going to be like, yes, I'm on board, mm-hmm. I can do this, mm-hmm. or they're like, eh, no, this is not the place for me. Yeah, definitely yeah. that. Um, this time, be, I, I did it a little bit more of an informal process because I wanted it to be fun. Mm-hmm. I wanted to people to feel like they were a part of the vision and part of the goal of it as well too. Yeah. And so I get that some people that will come and have interest of in being an instructor will have that traditional style, which is fine because yeah. some people like traditional spinning. Yep. I'm yep. totally fine with it. Yeah. I won't turn you away. Like, right. come on. Right. Um, but at the same time, I just want people to know that you um, dancing on a bike is fine as well, mm-hmm. too. Doing mm-hmm. some arms with it is cool. You know, yep. having fun with it and just letting it free and doing something creative is also fun. And, yeah. 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 So you have, how many instructors do you have on the schedule right now? Because you guys just opened, do you have like your official opening Already, yeah. So we did. Um, a, I guess we would. Do, we did soft Friday and right. like official on Sunday, Saturday. Okay. Okay. So we're open. Yes. But all of my instructors are like, I'm going on vacation. Wait, what? Yes. <laughs> going on vacation. Yes. <laughs> Summer. Everyone's got. <laughs> they like. They're like, all right, I got to get my ten sub list ready. Yeah. Right. Guess to go. I was like, okay, whatever. So. So um, are you, you're instructing too? Yes, I'm instructing as well too. Oh, darn. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> oh, yeah. So Running I was... Running operations for a startup. <laughs> just opened a studio. Also going to teach classes. I mean, hey, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. That's for sure. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So you look. are you looking for instructors? Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for instructors. So if you are a, a spin instructor and yep. or if you have interest of being one, I'm also able, able to teach you as well, too. Mm. So come on and I will, you know, make sure that you, you know, have a seat. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. That's fun. Um, do you, how do you kind of like describe, not necessarily the style, but do you have like, you're going to have like themed rides? Yeah. Like, what does that look like? What's the kind of the different offerings there? Yep, it's definitely off the preference of the instructor. Yep. Um, but majority of my instructors do themed rides. Um, so they would do like a Beyonce ride or Cincinnati yeah. hip hop ride. Yeah. I know Steph is more stream because she likes to do like a speed type mm-hmm. of thing. So, you know, oh that God, when she was out of the out of the saddle going that fast. I, I was like, there's how, no, how? I cannot. How? <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> I know. I'm going to sit my ass down and pedal fast, exactly. but like I cannot stand up and do this. <laughs> right. And I do have some instructors who are like, I've been doing this for so long and I need to refresh. Like, mm. what do you think? And I'm like, okay, well, today is Lauren Hill's birthday. Oh. Do a Lauren Hill's playset. Fun. You know? Yes. So. Yeah. What what's the schedule like right now? I know it'll probably change and evolve, but what are like class offerings now? Yeah, so we do we all do offer an early morning class at six a.m. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of debating it on doing a seven o'clock too, but not sure yet. Um, so it'll be a morning class. Uh-huh. Morning classes for sure. We close in the afternoon because I know people work and yep. it's downtown. Yeah, and yep. then we open back up in the evenings, and so we start our evening classes at five, and then oh, there's yeah. a six thirty as well. Great. That's good times. And then Saturday is half day. So we do um, a nine o'clock class all the way up until 2 p.m. because I know people want to get ready for brunch and have yes. fun on Saturdays. That's great that it's a little bit later in the day too because sometimes yeah. I want an early Saturday morning class so I can get it done and yeah. out of the way and I have the rest of the day. But sometimes I want to sleep in. Exactly. And I was if thinking I went out on that. Friday, <laughs> I might want to sleep in a little bit, wake up, have my coffee, get myself together, and mm-hmm. then go to spin class. Or, you know, like me, I just drank too much the next day, but, but I need to go spinning. Right. <laughs> I still got time to get my life together. Right, exactly, exactly. No, that's great. I'm interested to see how, I feel like since so many people are working from home now, that Mm -hmm. 7 a.m. is more attractive because they're like, well, I can go spin, be home by 8.30, like to kind of start work. Whereas before when people had to go into the office, like you needed six or you needed five. Exactly. I know so many studios have just cut at 5 a.m. Yeah. Like, we have no it's need for this picture. anymore. <laughs> Will we ever work out at 5 a.m. again? Probably I mean, not. I would, I never like to do it before, so <laughs> I definitely don't want to do it now. No, 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 no. So yeah. how do you take care of yourself to be able to do the trillion things that you're doing? So <laughs> I was thinking about this um, from earlier this week. I was like, how do I, what is my self-care life looking like? Yeah, what is it looking like? I would love to know <laughs> this too. Um, I would say all of last year, I had a great self-care routine um, mm. and I want to stick to that. So I did, um, I had my schedule for work, but like I, I would also schedule time for myself. So I know that I would have to do meetings for Mm -hmm. work, meetings for, you know, to handle society things, uh, meetings to handle work. I mean, like life aspects of, which is also another job. Of course. Um, But I would also just set aside some time to myself. So Mm -hmm. even if it is like a 15 minute break or 
um, a 30 minute like powwow with myself just to have that time to breathe and take yep. in everything that I've that I've experienced mm-hmm. that day or life or whatever like that. That's what I do set aside. Yeah. Just some like mindful moments. Correct. Um, but I do set my alarm for every morning at 7 a.m. And I do um, a morning meditation. Oh, yeah. Do you use an app or do you do it on your own? Um, Headspace. Oh, yeah. Great. I love that. So I do, I do that just to, you know, I don't even pick up my phone. This is before picking up my phone, before looking at emails, before. Oh, you me- don't roll over and immediately put the blaring white screen, phone screen in your face? I can't. Hmm. I can't. I can't. So, you no, know, that's can't. great. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> like, that's what everyone says. Do not look at your phone first thing in the morning. It's literally, I'm just like, <laughs> And then I'm stressed out. <laughs> and then I can't even immediately. think about it. Anyways. Sometimes I try to just like, this is bad. This is, I'm not, this is not good, but I won't, I won't look at email or I won't look at team. Like I won't look at work stuff. Yeah. I'll just get on Instagram know, and then start looking scrolling. at other people's lives. <laughs> I'm not even consuming. I really think what it is, is that I'm getting, I'm getting up pretty early. I'm getting up at like six and mm-hmm. I'm tired and I want that fucking hit of adrenaline first thing to like get me out of bed yes what does that mean i need to go to bed earlier yes it's what that means yes (laughs) here we are here we are yep so that's my my morning routine is set every morning for at 7 a.m it literally only takes me 15 minutes yeah just to get my life together um oh god i don't even think about the day like i can't if i think about the day that's when my mind just starts to wander i know um but after that that's when i go straight full full like mode of like planning and you know do you get coffee do you have coffee so i don't drink coffee at um, all at all you don't drink coffee at all no matcha green tea you have no caffeine no Bang energy drinks no You you don't have any caffeine at all no why don't you have caffeine um, I don't know. You just never got out into it and never had the need? I don't like coffee. Maybe because I was a kid and I was like fake sniffing my grandma's coffee while she sure. turned her by it. Yeah, but have you had an oat milk latte, <laughs> Darby? <No>. They're delicious. <laughs> <laughs> They're really good. You didn't go out to LA and get a lavender CBD latte <laughs> no. for $17? What are you thinking? $17.50. Well, good for you. You don't ever have to worry about getting off it. no i don't so i don't drink coffee but i do drink teas a lot okay um so i'll do black tea with almond milk and lemon i mean not lemon but honey it's like a like a warm drink in the morning yeah 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 or a smoothie like i'll get on um, my bike do a a quick workout Mm. and then i'll take a protein shake or something like that yeah yeah but no breakfast no breakfast not a breakfast sometimes i don't eat a day just don't i know i understand that (laughs) I understand. I have like a nutritionist that I work with. Yeah. A uh, like a yeah. I guess that's what you would call her. Uh-huh. But anyway, she like gives me like meal plans and mm-hmm. stuff, and it's like support my workout, support lifting. But mostly, mm-hmm. it's because if I'm told what to eat and mm-hmm. what to do, like I will do it. Yeah. But I like took a week off because I was come back from Miami, or just like let's get a reset. Mm-hmm. I I don't eat and not to say like oh I, I don't eat like I'm this frail person that's not the case but like I will go so a really busy. long time yeah. without eating and then be like oh my god I'm starving and, and then fam- eat trash. and then you eat yeah and then you eat <laughs> trash because you're I'm like I didn't prepare I didn't have something ready to go yeah. I'm just gonna grab crackers or I'm gonna grab yeah. mixed nuts and mm-hmm. it's just like you feel like I feel like garbage because mm-hmm. I'll go mm-hmm. so long and then just eat the first thing I can get my Mitts yeah. on. Yeah. 
I, I think now that I used to be really good. So last year I was really good. I mean, everybody was probably great at their own. Sure, like, I know. Meal I was, plans. I was and... making fucking breads. <laughs> I look back. I'm like every oh Martha drawer, Stewart over here. <laughs> drawer was organized. Me too. I went my, to Crate and Barrel. My and closet's overflowing container now. Store. <laughs> I just shove stuff in spare corners. Like it's. Terrible. Yeah, it's, it is terrible. But anyway, back whatever. to reality, huh? But we can go to clubs and be shoulder to shoulder. So I'm taking the trade off. I can either have banana bread or I can have a club, and I'm picking the club. <laughs> go, girl. And this season of my life, Turn up. I'm picking the club. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so no caffeine. When do you like start? To, when do you start working? Um, because I work on West Coast hours. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't start till 11 a.m. Oh, yeah. That's nice. But you got to go yeah. later, I guess, huh? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I do go to about 9, 10 o'clock. Ooh. Are you are yeah. you better in the morning or the night? Um, I'm a morning person. Oh, that's hard then. Yeah. So I, I, get, a, I get a clean shut off at 5 o'clock this time. Oh, Only because the sun starts to go down and I'm like, okay, the sun goes down. My, that means my body needs to lay down. Yeah. <laughs> truly. It is really remarkable I feel like I've had so much energy lately. Uh-huh. Like we'll get done recording here and I, I, I have to get out for a walk. Mm-hmm. Like I will just like need to be out. If the sun is out, I feel like I got to be out. I need to be out. Uh-huh. Even if I'm dead ass tired uh-huh. and my legs are in pain, I'm like, okay, just go for a lap around the block. <laughs> like, just like, I'm here for the I'm, sun. I'm like psychologically addicted to being outside. <laughs> well, I mean, I've got to be, I'm like inside all day yeah, that's at that true. one workstation, that one space <laughs> yeah, for eight, nine hours a day. Yeah. So it makes sense why oh, right. I do a, I do a walk in the morning, usually like 45 minutes in the morning. Uh-huh. As soon as I wake up, I get my coffee because I need to have my coffee. <laughs> I do a walk in the morning and then I'm usually like working all day, and then I do another long walk at night. Okay. That's like how, it is how I must stay sane. Yeah. I look back on the winter, and I'm like, how did I even survive? And it was cold this past winter, too. I know. We're truly, we're truly just, what's the word I'm looking for? Resilient species. To be Midwesterns? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. So, okay, so you're making time, and then throughout the day, you'll maybe say, okay, 15 minutes here, 10 minutes there if you can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much it. Just making sure that I plan that out. What do your weekends look like? Are you working on the weekends? Oh no, I have fun on the. No, weekends. you have fun on the weekends. Okay, <laughs> no, okay. I know how to, to turn work that. off. Okay, like, it's off. Literally, like click. That, that's how I am too. <laughs> on the weekends, during the week, it's hard for yeah. me. Like I might be responding to stuff at eight, nine, have yeah. calls then because I have teams in Australia and mm-hmm. weird time zones. Mm-hmm. But on the weekends, mm-hmm. I'm like. Friday at whatever we are closing it, mm-hmm. and I will resume. I got. I do have to. I'm a Sunday night looker. <laughs> do you look at Sunday night? No, I don't even do Sunday night. Good for you. I'm like a Monday a.m. Like, oh, let me figure it out. What am I doing today? <laughs> that's better. But I will start to be like. I just feel like I need to know. I need to know what I'm walking into. This is not a good strategy. I am. This is not good advice to anyone. <laughs> this is. <laughs> This is just what I do, but I will like, I need to, I'm like, all right, what do I got going for tomorrow morning? Yeah. Or like, are there any fires I'm going to have to wake up to? Yeah. But it's like, what, just wake up to the fire rather than you ruined your whole Sunday night with yeah. the fire. But I am like that if I was to take a vacation, I would make sure that I'm caught up before then. Yeah. Or even when I'm on vacation, I'm really bad at like not checking Not in. checking. I know. Me too. If it's, so. if it's more, I honestly, I cannot imagine going more than three days without checking. 
If it's like a Friday, sure. if it's like a Friday to um, like I I won't check at all on Friday. No mm-hmm. problem. One day I will not check. No mm-hmm. problem. Mm-hmm. But if it's like more than three days and you didn't. Ch- Listen to us. Like, can you imagine not checking your email? Like, is the world going to stop? Like, am I that important? No. Like an inbox of 200. <laughs> oh, I'm really interested. Like, and you hear all everyone talking about like, don't overwork yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't put your work first. Take mm-hmm. care of your, like, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But how? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because do you have a job? Like I am held accountable for this, and the way that my person, like I can never not deliver. Yeah, I'm doing like a mentorship program with this woman. Do you know Rachel DeRochers? She's Incubator Kitchen and Grateful yes. Grams. Yes. So I'm doing her mentorship program. Oh, cool. It's really great, and we've been doing a lot of good work together. And she asked me a question. You know, I was like kind of going through my day and my schedule, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm like I had to be up till. 10 p.m. one night because I had a meeting the next day and I needed to prepare for it. She goes, well, what would happen if you didn't do it? And I was like, if I didn't do my work? Like, Why would I, I do could, that? I, that thought, like, I can't even comprehend <laughs> knowing that I have a meeting and I know what I have to do and show up and be like, yeah, I didn't do it. Like, I can't even comprehend that. I'm like, this is probably some deeper therapy that needs to happen with me, but like... <laughs> I'm I just struggle with being able to say like yeah just put like put yourself before your work. It's hard for me to do. Yeah, it just depends on what the project is. Honestly, like yeah. I'm a good I'm a I'm a good work life balance person, and I think corporate America has taught me that a lot. Good. Yeah. Um, only because I can um, like especially when we were remote, like it's so easy to just not turn off your computer because right. you're at home and that's it's your, two steps away yes, from my that's bed. your office. Yeah. And, and it's also like where you lay your head. So. Yeah. I mean, I could turn the computer on and be working at 12 at night and, you know, but I had to be mindful as a leader Mm. to be, um, to turn off so Mm -hmm. that everybody else could feel comfortable enough to turn off as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm okay with like, as well as going into a meeting and, and, and saying up front, like, oh shit, y'all, I did not do that. Um. Let's circle back Good. with this. Yeah. <laughs> Let's circle back and figure it out. Uh, give me until tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I, I could I could maybe do that. I guess I am maybe being a little dramatic, but <laughs> I don't know. It would be really, it would be an uncomfortable place for me to go. Yeah. Like I would have a lot of anxiety going into that. Yeah. I would, I mean, I've had to tell my boss before, right? Like, I am not going to get, like, I, I am not going to get this done. Yeah. But it's okay as well, too, because I'm learning just to give myself grace. Yes. Um, because to do, um, if we give it to so many other people, I mean, and we just beat ourselves up about it, we have to, we have to give ourselves space to, to, to mess up or, yeah. and be okay with that. Yeah. I know my whole pretty much purpose on this earth is to soften and to give myself more grace, <laughs> yeah. but I'm working on it. Okay. It's a, it's a work in progress, right? Yeah. It's all a work in progress. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I meant to ask you this when we were talking about society. Um, I, I feel like the things that you do have kind of a, a bigger picture to them. Mm-hmm. So do you have like a greater goal or like what do you hope to accomplish with this cycling studio and OTR? Yeah. So my um, my goal for it is to be a whole hospitality brand. Mm. So I want it to be a place where people can come and it can be a small mini social house where people can work or take meetings or, you know, Love meet it. up for meet up for meetings or whatever that might look like. So that's why 
you see in the my first floor space where it looks like a living room or a yeah. place that it's that's warm and open where you can sit and chat and mm-hmm. whatever like that. Um, <clears throat> but at the same time, I wanted to be like a small mini like um, either a hotel or a bed and breakfast as well. Um, okay, this is what you need to do. You need to put a pool on the rooftop. Yes. and you need a Soho house in okay. Cincinnati. See, that's where I'm going, that's girl. That. <laughs> That's what needs to happen. That's where I'm going. And I want it like a, a like a membership. Yeah, you have different levels. Yeah, that's where different I'm going offerings, with like a and social club of sorts. Exactly. So I was talking to the membership team over and um, at Soho, and I was asking them like, "Hey, what's next on the, the the roster? Like, what cities are you guys going to?" And so, of course, they said, "Well, we're looking at Detroit." And I'm like, "What Detroit? What? <laughs> what? What? They're gonna put a Soho house in Detroit, Detroit. before Cincinnati?" <laughs> I was like, "Ew, who said that? Who is on their R and D team?" Yeah, so Detroit is on the map. No, I'm mad. I'm Nashville is too. Nashville makes sense. And Nashville makes perfect sense. I'm surprised Nashville doesn't have a Soho house. Yeah, already. yeah, Nashville as well. And I think that was the only. I think it was one more Detroit state. and. Nashville. I want to say it was the one. I think it was somewhere down south. I can't remember. Oh, they're going to do Indianapolis. Oh, oh. <laughs> so might as well at this point. <laughs> Oh. So I was like, okay. So they well, like, they're not helping us. So. so I asked, like, hey, have you guys ever thought about Cincinnati? Like, we have major teams here, you know. Yeah. We have like, we got money, like, yeah, whatever. Right. And so um, there's like, a lot no. of gl- global headquarters here. There's a lot of big companies. And so they said no. And so um, did they say I, why? No, I guess. Can they, I write them a letter? It, let's do it. <laughs> Everybody in Cincinnati writes Soho House writes a letter. Soho House a letter. <laughs> so I said, okay, whatever. I said, and so that's why I took it amongst myself to, um, I was like, I'm just going to try to prove it. Yeah. And then be like, well, Soja has to come yeah. out. Yeah. So. That's really interesting. Yeah, I think you should do that. However, I can help support you in that. For sure. <laughs> for Please sure. let me know. I don't know for what sure. that looks like, but that's something I'd be interested in. That's cool. Great. That's yep. great. So that's what I'm doing. But um, I did want to originally start as a, as a social house, but be considering COVID and all the restrictions yeah. and things of that nature, I said, it's not the most smart thing to start with. Mm-hmm. So I said, hey, why not do fitness? Because, you know, people are holding all in this like mental, physical health yeah. space. And so I said, that's pretty much pretty much more easier to do. And so that's why I started with the cycle house. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. What does being fit mean to you? Um, I think being fit is more so a lifestyle Mm -hmm. and mental, I would say a mental lifestyle Mm -hmm. um, rather than something that's physical. Um, being fit to me doesn't necessarily mean just like working out or, um, having a, a six pack or being sure. snatched yeah. as I'm trying to be this summer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> but we it, already said COVID took one hot year of my okay. life. I can't take another. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, it, it's more so to me, um, just making sure that all aspects of my life have some type of, uh, some type of. Healthy discipline. Mm. So as you asked me questions before about what does my work-life balance look like? Um, you know, what does my eating habit look like? Mm-hmm. Um, how do I how do I interact with family, yeah. you know, work, all that stuff. All I think all those things are considered um, within that as well, too, which also plays a big role in like mental health as well. Totally. It's all interconnected. <laughs> it is. Like it can't just be one thing. It is. And yeah. so that's what um that's why I say fit means to me. Yeah. 
I love it. Okay, uh, where can people follow you? Yeah. Sign up to go cycling. If yep. anyone's interested, interested, hit me up. I'll go to, come to a class with you. So fun, so cute. Thanks. Yes, you can definitely um, follow us on social media, uh, Facebook, Society Cycle House, um, Instagram, Society Cycle OTR. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our website, you can sign up for classes as well, too, yep. and also view our schedule. Um, it's thesocietycycle.com. Yep. Perfect. Thank you so much, Dari. Yes. This thanks is so for having fun. Me. Thanks for having me. Thank you. <laughs>